and welcome to another episode of the Dedicated Podcast. I'm your host, Kate. Um, I don't know when this episode is going to be airing. Well, first of all, I want to say, obviously, thank you for pressing play on this episode and giving this podcast a chance. I really appreciate it. Um, this de- this podcast is dedicated to, um, first of all, encouraging everybody listening, no matter what phase of life that you're in, but especially encouraging parents, um, future parents, young people, especially young women, people finding their purpose in life and just needing the extra, you know, encouragement, the extra push from somebody who is thinking about them and hoping all the best for them, especially people who may not have those kind of people in their lives. I am here for you and I believe in you and um, I'm here to learn how to become the best version of myself possible. Um, preparing myself for the future, the future phases of my life, which hopefully include being a mom and a wife someday, and um, things of that, uh, things like that. So, if you're in the same boat, let's learn. Let's keep learning. I, like I said, I don't know when this episode is going to air, but I just felt compelled to speak on this while it's fresh in my mind. Um, just this last Friday, um, something specific has been going on in the news lately. Um, if you don't know what's going on in Chicago, Illinois, um, well, the, the, I don't know how to exactly phrase this. Like, you need to know what's going on. And maybe don't turn on the news all day, every day about this kind of stuff because it'll get depressing really, really quick. But um, I don't know how anybody can live in Chicago. I really don't, or Detroit, but especially Chicago. I mean, I'm just like a few hours away from Los Angeles and um, myself, and, you know, I don't go to Los Angeles unless, uh, unless I absolutely have to. I went there recently for a, a concert. But other than that, I don't want to touch Los Angeles with a ten, with a 10-foot pole. I really, really don't. Anyway, back to Chicago. Um... There's a lot of crime there, and that's an understatement. Um, a lot of gun crime, a lot of black-on-black crime, and that's something that is, goes underreported, um, like criminally underreported. Um, that that place is, their leadership is awful, in my opinion. Um, I don't want to go into too many politics, too much politics about the situation in Chicago, but... Um, I do want to address what's been going on there, or that happened there over the weekend, I suppose. It happened over the weekend. I brought up a article um, from the Daily Wire. Now, you know, if you don't agree with reading the Daily Wire, I, I myself trust the Daily Wire. Um, if you feel like there's other publications that I should be looking at that you feel are more independent, aren't as probably as biased, go ahead and send them to me. I will take a look at them. I am totally open-minded to reading different publications. But I just wanted to bring up, you know, a quick article about what's going on in Chicago so that I can reference it and talk about it, which is interesting. I just started reading it, and um, someone who gave their comment for the article said the exact same thing that I was thinking myself, like the exact same thing about what the heck is going on in Chicago. So um, 
It says, police showed up in force in response to another crowdy, a rowdy crowd of teenagers who took to the streets of downtown Chicago on Saturday night. Hundreds of young people made their way to Millennium Park, home to Chicago's famous Cloudgate Bean sculpture, smashing car windows and jumping on vehicles, according to local reports and videos. Um, Fox 32 Chicago reported police helped escort tourists and other others to their cars around the park. However, a man was beaten after teenagers jumped on his vehicle's windshield. The victim was taken to a hospital for treatment. The same news crew said um, it decided not to keep its crew on the scene as shots were fired in the area. Two teenagers were shot around 9 p.m. And this is the, the part where I came to read. I'm like, I think this is what everyone's thinking, right? One Chicago resident who spoke with Fox 32 blamed bad parenting for the chaotic night. Where are their parents? That's my question, she said. That is exactly my question as well. Similar gathering on Friday night. 14-year-old boy was shot, taken to the hospital. They arrested a 17-year-old, charged with connection to that shooting. Police said uh, the police continually monitor and adjust resources as necessary so residents and visitors can safely enjoy the city, including our beaches and lakefront area. Is anybody enjoying Chicago anymore? Anyway, so yeah, a group of incredibly, incredibly dangerous. Uh, man, there's so many other words I want to use, but I want to be careful with the words that I use. I think that's good enough for now. Dangerous, just dangerous, dangerous, dangerous group of people. I watched videos of what's going on on down there as well, and it is just something out of a movie. It really is. Like, you just gotta wonder, what's going on through these kids' minds? Do they even have a mind of their own? Are they just following someone else, and that other person is following someone else? And that other person is just following the crowd because they want to be a part of it? Like, what, what is the psychology behind this? I'm truly, truly concerned and truly interested. Like, why? What's What's the motivation behind, you know storming the streets in the middle of the night and just destroying everybody else's property. Like, what's the point of that? What are they protesting? What are they, whose, whose attention are they trying to get, uh, trying to, to get? Um, yeah, jumping on cars on top of buses, destroying things, you know, hitting things, um, just creating all kinds of mayhem. Um, most of them were black teenagers. Uh, and um, I saw one video where, you know, there were just lots of, just a swarm of people in the streets, just, I think, going towards some sort of fight that broke out between the teenagers in the middle of the street. And then out of nowhere, you hear a gun go off and everyone scatters like cockroaches. And, you know, you hear screaming and, and you're just like, why are they out even out there in the first place? You know what I mean? I'm really, really curious. Every time I see videos like this, it just, my mind goes straight to what would drive me to intentionally, voluntarily 
put myself in that situation. It doesn't look fun. It doesn't look safe. You know what I mean? There is an overwhelming, like, crazy, crazy amount of, um, what would you call that? Just, just a crazy amount of negligence happening here. And like I said, I'm not going to really touch the politics of it all, although I could try and do my best because um, I do have some opinions, but I want to be careful with them. But here's the thing. All of these, we can assume it, that most of these kids have parents. Where the heck are their parents? I don't think parents understand how much power they can wield if they're careful and intentional about wielding it. And I don't mean being, like, controlling. However, children of a certain age, below a certain age, and specifically, you know, if you get this, if you get this enacted, if you get this, the ball rolling in a positive, productive direction, before the child grows up, it, like, gets big enough in, to overpower you physically, it's, that's, <laughs> I think that's important to do. You need to understand that you have so much power and influence as parents you know hopefully that continues to be true for many 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 years to come because of the way our country is going you know people want to take the rights and the power away from parents over their children I think most parents do have good intentions for their children. However, there's so many distractions in this world. You know, working, wanting to do, you know, extracurricular fun things for ourselves as, as adults. I, I, I don't put myself in this category because I don't have any children yet. But I understand how distracted you can get in this world when you're trying to stay on track with things. But... You know, and then the really, really important things just kind of fall by the wayside and you don't even notice until it's too late. I can't even imagine the disappointment I would feel, not only in my own child, but in myself. If I thought I was doing everything I could to raise a decent human being, and then I look up one day and all of a sudden they're like destroying my city. Like, how does that even happen? I'm assuming these parents, like I said, are just swamped with work. Maybe they are have addictions and they aren't present enough to take care of their kids. To really be there emotionally and, and, and physically in many, many cases, which is just so sad. I'm sure there's so many different different things that are just creating this negligence and these same parents think that they kind of live in a bubble I think like well this is just this is just the way I just choose to parent like it won't really affect anybody else that badly I think if you believe that you need to get rid of that belief right away you do not live in a bubble pretty much everything that you do will affect someone else not not now maybe but in the long run 
you need to understand that you may not have a intentional community around you, but you do have community around you. Community starts in the home and it branches out into the people that you come in contact with on a daily basis, the people your kids come in contact with on a daily basis. Those connections we make, even the br very brief connections we make on a day-to-day -day basis, that is our community, our, our city, our county, our state, you know, the people we, we connect with, that is our community. And the way you raise your kids has a direct effect on the safety of your community, has a direct effect on the economy of your community, has a direct effect on the, um, the, just the general prosperity of your community. We all have so much power to wield, even if unintentionally. And these kids are going out there. I don't really understand all of the psychology behind it. Like I said, I really want to understand it eventually. All I know is that whatever it is, the parents who are absent from the situation are responsible. And, you know, maybe the law won't hold them responsible. Sure as heck no, Jesus will one day. I know that the Lord will, will have a say in this one day. Um, maybe the parents won't hear what other strangers have to say about their parenting techniques that led to this catastrophe among the many that are happening in Chicago and other big cities around, this, around the country. But they need to be held accountable. And you would not want to be held accountable to something as atrocious as that, as raising and being responsible for someone being, being uh, hurt, seriously injured, killed even. Someone, maybe not so innocent, but still someone who's young and who has a life to live if only someone would just guide them and believe in them, give them a, a purpose to live and to help others to live as well. You have that power to instill that purpose. You have the power to inspire greatness in your kids and not this mayhem, this hell on earth that is happening in some of our cities. You have the power to, to instill purposefulness, instill faith, instill such rich, productive, beautiful qualities in your kids. This is also why the Bible says to train up a child in the way he should go, and in his old, in his old age he will not depart from it. We remember the things that our parents tell us, even the small things. I have certain quirky habits that make no sense just because I remember my mom or my dad telling me, like making just an offhand comment about something that I do on a regular basis. And now I do things a certain way because of the comment that they made offhand like 10, 15 years ago. We remember the things our parents tell us. 
We remember the things that we see our parents do. So if these kids are seeing their parents act a fool every other day, the kids don't know any better than to act a fool. Especially since, you know, if, if that's all they're seeing of you, like less than eight hours a day when they're actually at home and not sleeping, the rest of the day they're at school and they're around other foolish people and teachers who don't get paid enough, who are, who are not ultimately responsible for your kids, although they are legally within that frame of time while they're at school. But they're not, the, 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 the teachers are not the parents of the, of the kids they're teaching. You are the parent. You are the first responder <laughs> when your kid acts up. You should be. Oftentimes, kid, parents are not, but you ought to be. And if, if, if you can't get your kid to act right for the, in the long run, no one else can. No one else should be. Because that just goes down a very, very bad path, letting other people parent your, your children. That is your God-given responsibility. I know it's tough. I know I may not have any right to comment on parenthood in general. But like I've said many times before, probably by now, I think I can speak as a, a, a used-to-be child. <laughs> as I, a, an adult who is, re, who, who, who is still dealing with the repercussions of certain things that happened in my childhood, who, go, who molds them over in my mind every, almost every day. And it gets me to thinking things like this, like, goodness gracious, gracious, I may be dealing with some tough family problems, but at least I was raised to um, have some dignity. At least I was raised to be humble. At least I was raised to be uh, have some self-control and to think for myself and to understand that my place is not in this world, even though... I am, uh, or not a, to not be a part of this world, even though I'm in this world. This scene you, we see here in Chicago with all these young people rampaging, that is the world. Ultimately, that is the chaos of the world. Not the way that God created it, but the, man, the way that man has created it. A world full of sin, a world full of hatred, a world full of, of lies and fear. This is not the world that we want. And you know what? The world's probably going to get a lot, of a lot worse. But you know what you can do as a parent who understands that and does not want them that for their family? You can still do something about it for your family, for your community. Take responsibility for the things that you have. Thank God that he, hasn't, that he hasn't thrust any other responsibilities on you quite yet until you have figured out how to take, a, take responsibility for what you do have right now. If you do nothing else, that is something that you can, you can be proud of in doing correctly and doing diligently. Don't leave your kid to, to waste their day away on their phone scrolling through social media, ruining their self-esteem, um, changing the chemistry of their brains 
giving them mental health disorders, um, uh, letting them contact people who are dangerous online, strangers, um, letting them see things and take away their innocence way too early. That's something that you can control as a parent. I know it seems like you can't, and they may bug you until they turn blue in the face to let them have a, a smartphone before the age of 16. I'm not giving my future kids smartphones until they're at least 16, depending on their maturity level. It may take them a lot longer. We'll see. That's for you to decide. You do not have to fall to peer pressure. Take up the authority that you've been given. Use it. Use it for good. Use it for wisdom. Use it for the good of your community and your family. And reap the, reap the fruit of your hard labor in your old age. Watch your children bloom and prosper because you decided to put your foot down and say, no, you are not going to be a hooligan out here running the streets, taking who knows what drugs, getting into to illegal things. Saying you, you decided to put your foot down and say no. And the power of no is life-changing. So is the power of yes. There is time to say yes. You're mature enough to handle this. Yes, I've trained you well enough to do this on your own. Yes, you can make this decision for yourself now. But until that happens, get accustomed to saying no. And that's it. No. Don't budge. Just no. I work with kids. And, well, I shouldn't, that's not exactly right. I work near kids. <laughs> the company I work for is in association with kids. That's such a weird way to say it. I don't know how to say this. I don't really want to give away what I do for my work. But there are lots of kids and their parents around at my job. That's, that's what I should say. It's a kid-friendly place. And um, you would not believe how many times I just cringe on the inside so hard when the kids are, like, asking for something, like, desperately and whining and crying and getting all up in their parents' faces and throwing a tantrum and stuff and being a, putting on an attitude and just being so ungrateful. And the parent calls them out on it, um, but not... Like, but and, and giving them the ultimatum, like, you know, if you continue to have an attitude, we're going to just put everything away and we're not going to get anything while we're here. And of course, the kid doesn't know how to take the offer, <laughs> hasn't been taught how to take the offer and actually get what they actually want by putting away their attitude. The parent keeps giving them second chance, third chance, fourth chance, fifth chance. The kid doesn't change. The kid doesn't do anything different. And I'm just standing there like, you know, you could just nip this in the bud right now if you just put everything down and walk out of here. 
put away everything the kid wants and just walk out. Now, I work at this place, and of course I want them to buy what it is that they're thinking about buying. Obviously. But as a human being who has to watch this display, I'm just like, how, how does this parent not understand how much power they wield? If only they would just stay true to their word and put their foot down so that their kid will actually take them seriously. They keep bugging you and pestering you into giving them what they want without changing their attitude because you allow it. You allow it. Is that so hard to understand? I know it can be difficult to um, act upon it in a, in a firm and loving manner. But that kid, in these many situations, needs to be told, no, you had your chance, we're leaving, and that's it. Don't get emotional about it. Don't scream and yell at your kid. Just say no. Walk out. Let them act the way they're going to act. But do not reward bad behavior. There is no room for rewarding, rewarding bad behavior in this world anymore. They do that out there in the real world. They'll get put in prison or worse. It's true. You think the bad behavior just starts, that just stops after they grow up, grow into a certain age? Nope. It continues and it gets worse as they age, as they mature. Is that really so difficult to understand? Like I said, I'm not a parent. I know it's hard to parent and, and I'm saying this out of love and, and, and encouragement to everybody listening. I want you to be the best parent you can possibly be. That's all I'm saying, because your kid is going to come in contact with some other person's kid in the future. I don't want you to have to go through that guilt, go through that pain. That could be a result of you not wielding the power that you have as a parent while the kid is still young. That's just, I just don't get it. I, I, I hope more people can, can get how important this is. This is a matter of life and death now. Look at what these kids are doing. And yes, young people have been doing criminal things for, since the beginning of time. But it, it's getting to a point now in certain places where there isn't, like, the the criminal criminal system the 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 criminal justice system was supposed to be the parent of the world basically taking your place once the kid gets older but now even the criminal justice system is being so lazy that the kid who could have been just possibly gone to jail and actually did their time for the crime that they did is is not is is not getting that that jail time is not getting that fine that's appropriate for the crime that they did they're being released back into the world without any consequences for their actions they go out and do even worse things possibly ruining someone else's life 
or multiple people's lives. And that, 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 that law in place has no effect. It's completely null and void now. And that just gives the kid permission to go and just ruin their city, ruin their state, and then some. So where are, we, where are you going to go from here, I ask you? Are you going to let your, your kids turn out like this? Do you really love and care for your kids enough to put your foot down and say no so that they don't turn into this? Shooting multiple people, sending them to the hospital. These people who they themselves have families, have parents. And then those parents are going to get a call saying that their kids are in the hospital. Possibly at death's door. Yeah, maybe those kids shouldn't have been around that first kid in the first place. They could have been in a safer location. Who knows? Probably yes, probably no. But still, no, no parent wants to get that call. Nobody. This is easily avoidable. This destiny is very much easily avoidable. And I hope I got everything out that I meant to say. Well, this this topic is going to come up a few times more later on. Um, it just it makes me so sad, and it makes it puts it lights a fire under me to keep encouraging people to do what's right no matter how hard it is I'm trying to do that for myself too in certain situations and it's not easy trust me not easy but I would like to keep encouraging you you have the power to set your 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 kids on the right path make sure you spend some time getting to know getting to figuring out if you know the difference between right and wrong. Being confident in that and passing it on in a loving and firm way to your kids. Teaching them to be like Jordan Peterson says, I believe Dr. Peterson, he says, you know, you should be dangerous but you should also have self-control. It's better to be a dangerous person with self-control than a harmless person, whether you have self-control or not. Or that saying, it's better to be, it's better to be a soldier in a garden than a gardener in a war, something like that, on the front lines. I think that's a really good quote. I think that's a really good thing to remember. Teach your kids to be a force for good instead of whatever the heck this is in Chicago. Don't rely on on these institutions that prom are promising you that if you just hand your kids over to us, we're going to raise them into um, people of the world. You're going to give us all your money in, in the process. Your kids are not going to be recognizable. 
in the in a, in a year or two in the process. Your kids are going to lose every bit of gentility and decency in the process. But hey, we live in an indecent world. We're just helping them to blend in. Nah, -uh, buddy. You are not getting my kids. My kids are not acclimating to the indecency of this world that we live in. And that's it. That's it. It's not happening. I hope you, you all are willing to say that and act upon it. And God help the families of these kids in Chicago and everybody who has had to witness this horrific scene and um, who have to live with this kind of thing on a daily or weekly or monthly basis must be hell. Lord, please protect them. Lord, keep them in, your, in the palm of your hand. Keep guardian angels around them, especially around your people, around your children. Give them all salvation. Show them your way. Show them your light and your love. Help them to turn away from this criminal world, this criminal world system that holds nothing for them. Anyway, that has been today's episode. And um, I hope you all come back and for the next one. Thank you again for checking out the dedicated podcast. And um, I hope what I said has hit home with all of you. You all have a lovely rest of your day. And I'll see you soon. Bye.